morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And, and man, what a week it has been. Uh, Jason, everything seemingly... Uh, coming apart on Wall Street, uh, the, the Dow yesterday, uh, we said that, man, that, that rally didn't seem right and it wasn't, uh, by the end of the day, the Dow finished down another 300 points. Uh, the NASDAQ has erased all of the 2021 gains. Uh, the S&P and, and, and the Dow still have some room to go. Uh, and today, uh, I think more of the same as uh, we've got some option expiration coming today. Uh, I've got a, I, I've got a feeling that the end of today is going to look a lot like the end of yesterday, but who knows? We don't know. Uh, anything is possible. Uh, but the news out there, not very good. Netflix reported after the bell yesterday. Of course, Netflix, one of the big six. Right? You take, uh, Facebook and Amazon and Microsoft and Apple. Uh, they were part of that group. Down 25% this morning. Oh, well, it actually started yesterday. Uh, they missed earnings by a mile. It wasn't, it wasn't even close. Uh, they were expecting, I want to say like a dollar 40 a share. It was like in the 70 cent range. Uh, and, and one of those things where, you know, Jason and I keep talking about it. These big, you know, this, this small handful of stocks, uh, really starts hemorrhaging. You're gonna have, uh, really big moves right now. The Dow, uh, they're, they're trying to hold it together this morning, Jason, but, uh, the news out of Netflix, uh, Peloton, uh, man, they're trying to do some damage control. Uh, a story broke late yesterday that Peloton, uh, they already announced, hey, we're gonna have to shut stores, we're gonna have to lay people off, that they were going to have to halt production completely uh the ceo saying hey that was premature you know there was a leak and uh i think that's exactly what's going to happen uh to them anyway no matter what the ceo has to say uh but it just it's been a tough week for wall street jason yeah i uh i i think as being one of the big stocks uh Nas- uh netflix I, I think their days were numbered as soon as they let the obamas come in and be a part of that <laughs> they haven't produced anything good uh, ever since Nat Netflix uh, welcomed the Obamas in, Joe, and, and uh, I think that the, their, their sales, go, their earnings going down, uh, that's going to keep going down. Because uh, I've, I have uh, somebody else's Netflix. I don't, I don't pay for it, but this guy, you know, you have so many devices or whatever. So I have a friend who lets me have one of his devices. And I'll t- I tell you right now, since coronavirus started and just before it, all they put out is, is out is a bunch of crap. They, they had the Cobra Kai thing, but. You know, that was borrowed from some other creator. And then the, the fourth season came out, and Jack and I and Brooke, we were watching it with uh, Jack's girlfriend. It was just awful. It was awful. That's the, the, the Netflix influence, just like the Disney influence. They just ruin everything they touch. So, uh, yeah, get away from Netflix. Yeah, barf. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know what? It's funny is we, we have Netflix, too, and, and my wife, it's, we don't use it very often. Uh, I think Brittany said they, they tried to raise prices again, but uh, either way, uh, Netflix right now uh, has lost, and it, that's tough because this is a stock. Uh, a lot of people out there, 
you know, they, that think that they uh, are really smart investors out there. Uh, this is the danger of investing in individual stocks where all just in a matter of, of less than 24 hours, uh, 25% uh, of your wealth is gone. Uh, but, but again, this is going to get better or, or worse, not better. Uh, as, as we said, this is a bubble. This has been a bubble for a long time. Uh, this is a debt bubble. Don't it, it's nothing more than a debt bubble. You know, does this mean Netflix is going out of business? No, but it just means that that all of these they were priced to perfection. Uh, we've never had uh, this. Time. Well, I shouldn't say never. Uh, you know, several different times in history we, we've had very similar overpricing of. Valuation of debt instruments. Uh, the Great Depression was one. Uh, the tech bubble, that's a lot more recent for a lot of people, was another one. Uh, this is bigger than both of those. So this is going to uh, continue as the, the as the Fed, you know, whether right now they're talking, they're saying this is what we're going to do. Uh, but once the, the bond buying ends, uh, the the, the interest rate cycle, they start increasing interest rates, then all of these things just start to devalue themselves. And and really, I think what's catching most people off guard, Jason, is it looks like, uh, whether you take Peloton or Netflix, uh, a lot of these stocks that require the uh, the person, the consumer, are starting to have trouble. Uh, we already had bad retail sales numbers. It looks like maybe the economy isn't nearly as healthy as as others would le- have led to believe. Now it's too early to tell, but very interesting uh, that that right now this is seems to be where a lot of the stress is coming from. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the Lord of the Rings, Joe, the the one bubble to rule them all. <laughs> That's kind of what they've built. It's so massive, and it just, you know, it's still growing in, in some in some factors. Uh, and with the inflation, Joe, it's just it's just huge. When this thing pops, if it pops all at once, uh, there's going to be a lot of pain, Joe, a lot. Yeah, when we get back, uh, we're going to talk about pigs. We're going to talk about soybeans. We're going to talk about corn. We're going to talk about what farmers are doing as it's fertilizer season. It's not a good picture for what food prices are going to look like in the next 12 to 18 months. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back after the break. 800-951-0592. So I'm going to go quick here. I'm going to start with banker pay. So, and this is the big bank, J.P. Morgan, uh, Goldman, Merrill, all of these guys. Last year, they raised pay ten grand, so they went from nine. This is entry level, uh, ninety thousand to a hundred thousand. Uh, pretty much yesterday, almost all of the big banks now say, "Okay, we're raising first year pay again." Uh, this time from 100,000 to 110,000. So, uh, in a two year period, banker pay up $20,000. Uh, and when you, and really when you, when you think about, uh, that's a 22% increase, uh, in, in less than two years. Uh, they also raise pay for second year, third year. Uh, and I only bring that up again. Wages don't go down. And this is this inflationary cycle. This is, this is just what the banks think they have to pay to get people. You know, they, these are 
these are tough jobs. You know, first of all, very prestigious because you can make a lot of money. Long, long hours, uh, but uh, standard of living. You got to be able to, you know, these bankers, especially these high profile bankers, you got to look the part, right? You got to show up. Uh, you're not showing up in the men's warehouse suit, right? You got to get the Gucci. You got to you got to be in Manhattan, right? You got you got to walk the walk, so to speak. Uh, this is just another indication of how bad inflation really is going to be. And when you hear Jamie Dimon saying, "Hey, don't be crybabies about it. We just got to live with it, right? We just got to live with it." Uh, well, guess what? Living with it is going to be a lot harder to do. Let's talk farming real quick. So we haven't talked about uh, farming in a while. Remember, we learned more about fertilizer uh, in 2021 than we ever wanted to do. Uh, soybeans, let's start there. Apparently, just an absolute horrid soybean crop coming out of South America's fa- uh, farm belt saying that production for soybeans well below what was anticipated and saying like uh, prices like oilseed is up 12%. Uh, soybeans uh, rallying on the, on the news, Jason, that the, there was bad weather drought in South America uh, driving up soy because, well, they're not going to be able to meet the needs here in the U.S. as farmers are fertilizing their crops. The cost for fertilizer for corn, and, I, and that's that, I, you know, corn needs the nitrates, and, and I'm not a farmer, so uh, I, I'm getting all of my knowledge out of, out of the articles that I'm reading here, uh, that one, farmers are trying to use less. So already they're saying corn yields are going to be much lower than they've been in the past, and that kind of makes sense, right? You know, less fertilizer uh, means uh, the yield isn't going to be as bountiful. And then farmers uh, are shifting to soybeans here in the U.S., so maybe that could provide some relief. The problem is, with what's happening in Central and South America, the fact that we're going to get uh, maybe some extra soybeans here in the U.S., Probably not going to do a lot because inventories are going to be much lower than anticipated. But, Jason, they're, they're shifting. Some of these farmers are shifting to soybeans because they're saying that, that it takes less fertilizer. Right, and uh, soybeans self-pollinate, so you don't have to have bee colonies or anything close by. There's there's some advantages to it. I, I, I'm, I'm, big, I'm a big detractor of soybeans. I'm, I don't think it's a very good food to consume a lot of but uh, here's the thing joe is uh, this, these are the problems and challenges that are admitting to uh, before coronavirus and all these supply issues that we're having now uh, i remember i think it was 2019 or 2018 uh, you had the uh, the floods through i think it was nebraska and some of the other states it wiped out like a, a million cattle and, and caused that industry some problems but, but there was no shortage of beef on the shelves and the prices didn't go crazy you know so 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 Look what's happening, and they're admitting to these these front problems. But how many problems on the backside are going to happen, or are happening that they haven't even talked about, Joe? Which will make this much worse. Yeah, and this is the problem. See, you brought up that that flood and the there was plenty of inventory at that point. We have an issue, another event like that, and that's the problem. All of these events, we have this all the time. Right? Oh, there's bad weather here, but good weather there. These guys planted less. These guys planted more, and, and and you have all this stuff. But now everything is 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 so much dependent on perfection again. We'll use that word. Everything's got to go perfect 
just for the price, which are already sky high to stay where they're at. But here's the problem with less corn and more soybean. Here's the big problem. Uh, when, when you look at it, uh, the smaller corn harvest is already going to make grain prices go higher. Keeping livestock fees, so this is, you know, right, you're feeding your cattle and whatnot, uh, your hogs, the, the cost of, of feeding uh, the animals before they go to slaughter is going to go much higher. Uh, and ongoing meat inflation uh, is absolutely going to continue, not to mention gasoline. That was what I was going to say, Joe, gasoline. They put it in all the gasoline, right? <laughs> and, and and that's a, a, you know, again, I already think about it, man, I can't get how much higher can gasoline get? And then there is a big article, and they're talking about farms all over the world, not just here. You know, and that's the problem now, right? This is a global thing. The the and we're finding that out, aren't we? We can't get stuff on the shelf, and we can't get the the ships unloaded. There's not enough trucks. There's not enough this, and not enough that. Everything has been globalized, and now they're saying. Farmers all over the world, and then they really start talking about, and I don't want to call them third world countries, but less developed country, countries, Colombia, Brazil, Peru, even uh, certain countries in the old Soviet Republic. And what they're saying is, hey, listen, it's too expensive. Fertilizer is so expensive that we're either not going to plant at all or we're going to try to, and it looks like, uh, what I'm reading in these articles, they're trying to use 30, 40, sometimes 50% less fertilizer than they would normally do, uh, which is, again, I think we're going to see a lot more food inflation, which is, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe because food uh, costs are already so high. But now we're talking about, you know, th- these are things that this is going to be the 2022 crop. This also leads into 2023 pricing, uh, and and I and and again the 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 ability for inflation to run much hotter and for a much longer period of time than people are talking about. And this is why I'm trying to bring it to light. There's a lot of things that are already built in that is going to lead to higher prices. Forget about next week or next month. I'm talking about six months from now, nine months from now, a year from now. Uh, and, and it's really kind of shocking as they talk about uh, the cost of fertilizers uh, and what farmers are going to have to do or try to do. Uh, I anticipate we're going to have yields uh, at a much lower level globally, Jason, than we we're used to seeing, which just means less product. Right, and that's why I think the Fed is and, and other uh, central banks across the world, they, they're going to really want uh, inflation to run and run as long as they possibly can, can do it because – you know, and, and this is for even not not even really rich guys, but rich guys that own gold and rich guys that own property, rich guys that own companies. Uh, these guys are, are they're they're not going to lose very much because those prices of those things will go up and, and and stay with the inflation. So if you don't have a lot of these assets sitting around, all you're going to do is just pay a whole lot more money for everything. So so that the divide between the rich and the poor. You know, the peasants and the lords are going to become bigger and bigger classes, and the middle class is just going to be destroyed during this thing. And then when it's when the inflation is too hard to deal with, Joe, then 
then they'll have to do the little measures to, to, to get it under control. And by that time, you know, it, it's going to be chaotic. I mean, the, the finger pointing for why everything is messed up and why the inflation is happening is, is these, these, these uh, bad luck, these bad news stories, Joe. Just, it, we're going to get flooded with this because you, you, just you coming on this show, look at the price of this, look at the price of that, look at the price of this, of this. it just never stops. And then uh, what they're going to have to do, Joe, to, to keep the inflation running, to keep that people okay with that is, well, you got to blame it on the big flood, you got to blame it on the ice storm, you got to blame it on the power outage, you got to blame it on the Russians, you got to blame it on the Chinese, you got to blame it on the ships that the there. The supply chain, right, yep. all that stuff. All that stuff. And then, then, uh, and then finally, like I said, when, when people start to freak out, when, when the average person that doesn't listen to this station freaks out about the price of, of a gallon of gas being at $6 a gallon, and then your local state decides, well, since the price is that high and we can't pay our bills, we're just going to add some tax to that. And then you're paying six and a half dollars a gallon. And then, then, then that's when the, they'll have to change their, you know, they'll have to just basically create the markets and, and take it out of the out of the uh, market show. I'll give you another great example. First time callers to Patriot. Just in the last two weeks, are up like three, four hundred percent. Uh, it's incredible how many people and they're all it's all the same thing they don't know what to do they're worried right they're they're they're, they're seeing inflation take root they're looking at their stocks and 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 they're concerned and and they're th- they're they're going to uh the grocery store and they're concerned they're filling up their car with gas and they're concerned they're looking at their new health care premiums and they're concerned and they're getting their new uh heating bills and they're concerned and and again Rightfully so, and it's just this almost like a never-ending things a problem. Because I'm going to tell you this: so here in the U.S., listen, we're going to get higher prices, right? The Biden administration gave you a 25 percent increase in your food stamps, but it's all gone. It's gone. By the end of the year, that 25 percent increase, you'll actually be buying less groceries than before it happened. That's what's going to happen. Here's the, but here's the problem in other places. And I'll bring up places like Libya, Iran, Iraq, Venezuela, uh, is Nigeria, some of these oil-producing countries. Get ready for food riots. Get ready for unstable governments. Get ready for the uh, more than likely we are going to see an increase in attacks on pipelines because people are going to to try to, you know, these are countries that aren't stable to begin with. uh, And all of a sudden, because of food pricing, uh, oil prices get the, we we start seeing these oil shocks uh, in these countries that weren't very stable already. The governments were barely holding on to power as it was. And now all of a sudden, here come the food riots. Here comes the, 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 uh, what I'll call the marginalized groups trying to gain power, blowing up pipelines. All of those things, I think, Jason, are, are extremely likely, uh, when we talk about what's going to be the, the, the summer and the fall of 2022. I, I totally agree with that, and I don't know how much of, the, uh, of that will be real in America, but when you get to these other countries that don't have the, uh, the advantages that America has, absolutely. This stuff's happening in a lot of countries already. It's just the way it is. I, I've seen 
uh, some of these other foreign countries like Turkey and their inflation and, and Iran and their inflation. Those countries are they're, they get to a tipping point very quickly, Joe, when they can't get the things they need for their populations. Yeah, and if the, and I just named obviously country that's oil interest, right? Any of those countries, uh, we can absolutely. I mean, we're seeing it now, right? The Iraqi Turkey pipeline got bombed, right? Oh, we we're seeing that play out. I think we're going to continue to see that play out. It, it, it really puts a lot of different things uh, at risk that people don't necessarily associate. What has oil got to do with food? Well, we found out quite a bit, right? What has natural gas got to do with food? Apparently quite a bit. Uh, and now farmers are saying, look for uh, higher ye- or lower yields. We're going to plant less food. I mean, it's it's this horrible catch-22. It seems like the world's in. And then how about this one? Six days ago, Canada implemented the, if you're crossing the border and you're a trucker, you need to be fully vaccinated. This is all, we're six days into this. Uh, This is, oh, we got the break. Bloomberg talking about what's piling up on both sides of the border and unfortunately what it's going to mean for all of our wallets. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. I forgot to to tell everybody. U.S. Silver Eagles 2022s. They're on their way. We've got, we don't have a lot limited uh, availability, but, but we have three or four cases out there. These are 2022 U.S. Silver Eagles. Uh, they'll be landing uh, in Phoenix and Colorado uh, next week. Uh, $730 a roll. Again, very, very limited. I have no time frame on additional 2022 Silver Eagles at all outside of uh, the few cases that we were allotted 800-951-0592. So we're talking about six days in, Canada requiring the vaccine uh, on the, uh, tomorrow apparently we're going to require it. I don't, you know, add, add more fuel to the fire. Again, these idiotic policies i just don't understand them but but here's what here's what's happening right now pigs bound for slaughter in the u.s are now stuck in canada well the feed that the hog farmers in canada need to feed the pigs is now stuck in the united states uh the new trucker vaccine rules already exacerbating a shortage of drivers, a significant number of hog producers are unable to ship their weedlings to Iowa, Minnesota, and the Dakotas as trucks have been canceled uh, due to lack of drivers. Uh, the, uh, the general manager of Manitoba Pork compounding the problem Truck shipments of soybean meal from the U.S. to Manitoba are also being scrapped at a time when producers are relying on the imports to feed their animals after the they had a bad drought in Canada. They say if the cancellations continue, 
which unless they drop the requirement, they're going to continue. They're not sure exactly where there's going to be enough home for all the the wheelings, or so the young hogs, right? They're essentially the guys almost different saying, "Hey, we're just going to slaughter them because we can't feed them, and if we can't store them, uh, there's nothing else we're going to do." And this is just one example uh, of what is going to happen. And they're saying that the U.S. is, you know, they're reemphasizing the U.S. is poised to introduce its own mandate on foreign travelers. Uh, January 22nd, which will also pl- apply to the truckers. Uh, and, and Jason, they're saying that the cost, uh, freight costs now are almost doubled in just the last two weeks. Because if they've got a, anybody that can get her hands on a driver that can actually go across the border, prices have skyrocketed. Yeah, I know people like to complain about our president, uh, Joe Biden. But, man, that president they have up there in Canada, he's, uh, he's a real piece of work. And suspending all those truckers uh, that aren't vaccinated, <laughs> what a great way to just make a, a bad problem worse, Joe. And, and uh, you just read it. This, uh, these are, this is the things that happen because of that. Yeah, and these are the unintended consequences of everything we have. And we're going to find out. This is the problem. You know, we, we, we're finding out how reliant we've been on all of these other nations like China's always been the big story, right? Yeah, we buy everything from China. We buy everything from China. The, the realities are we don't buy everything from China. Now we buy a lot. Don't get me wrong. Matter of fact, we buy more crap from them than anybody else. But we buy a ton of stuff from Canada and Mexico and, and Europe and Central America and South America. And, and this is just this this huge problem. One problem begets another problem, which begets another problem, which begets another problem. And, and, and the the amount of inflation that is coming, I don't I don't understand. And then you take these terrible economic policies to go along with the you know the the situation on top of it. It, it is going to lead to prices that, that I don't even know how it works, right? To where uh, in Canada they're saying, listen, we may just have to start slaughtering the animals because we can't feed them. And then at the same time, can you imagine the, the pork producers like uh, the pork farmers, the, the hog farmers in Iowa and Minnesota and the Dakotas saying, we can't even get the wheelings for the next year's crop or the year after the or the year after that's crop. This is something that takes years to work through, Jason. Yeah, I had mentioned before that when the uh, the USSR fell in the early 90s, uh, they had all kinds of inflation and massive, massive economic problems. I mean, they, they spent decades trying to build more nuclear weapons and beat us to the moon and have a better space force than us, and they bankrupted their country. That's that's how they were. they fell apart. And uh, I was talking, I forget what, what, what cattle guy we were talking to, Joe, on the air one day, but basically saying that uh, to this day they still haven't come back with enough uh, pigs and, and uh, cows for, for, their, for their meat supply. They just never, it never came back. Decades later, Joe, because they, they destroyed all of that because of the economic problems they had back in the 90s. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and this is something where most people don't know. Uh, it goes unreported. They don't talk about it. And, and then all of a sudden people are wondering what the heck is going on and why is all of this happening? And, and you got President Clown out there, 
trying to blame uh you know anybody but but uh but his own government and it's absolutely all of this it's absolutely out of control uh Jeremy Grantham he's one of these uh Nobel laureates uh one of the uh major legendary investors you know it probably goes like Warren Buffett is, is probably uh, number one, then Siegel, and then Grantham. I mean, these guys are, you know, super rich men. He came out with a, a, an article the other day. The, uh, the United States is in a stock, housing, and commodities super bubble. He says that in the United States, this is the fourth super bubble of the last 100 years. Uh, 1929, right? well, obviously, right? The tech crash, right? The tech bubble. Uh, then the housing slash financial bubble in 2008. Uh, he said the equity bubble has now been joined by a bubble in housing and a, well, what he basically said, an unavoidable bubble in commodities is coming. And and this is really what we've been talking about here. Uh, in a bubble, no one wants to hear the bear case. But unfortunately, I think the equity bubble is going to deflate. And Jason, he's talking about 50% haircuts. We'll talk about that next. 2022 Silver Eagles, $730 a roll. Get them while we got them. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. This is our first shot for 2022 Silver Eagles. Uh, I don't, I have no control, obviously, as you guys know, over the Silver Eagle market. Uh, but this may be our first and only shot uh, till till March or April, and maybe all year. I don't know. This is just how tight everything is. Uh, we've got a, uh, just uh, about three cases left here. Seven hundred and thirty dollars a roll. Uh, Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Silver's down about twenty five cents. Uh, today, so for a little profit taking today, I think everyone's getting ready. Uh, got to get their cash set aside as Wall Street is uh, in negative territory. And I got a bad feeling about the end of the day. We'll see. It could go the other way, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. About twenty four and a half dollars. Uh, gold's off seven right now, eighteen thirty five. Uh, Nasdaq's in correction territory uh, as Netflix uh, came out with horrendous earnings. Uh, but Jerry, Jeremy Grantham, one of these Nobel laureates, he actually had this out. I've been waiting to use it for several days now. Uh, so things are already getting worse uh, than and, and really in line with what he's saying. So he just laid out these real – you know why I like it? Because it was real simple bullet points. This is the fourth super bubble. He says nobody wants to hear the bear case. The worst kind of party poopy. For bubbles, especially super bubbles, which we are in now, are the most exhilarating financial experience of a lifetime. Funny how he said that, right, Jason? 
Right. Right, because a lot of people, if you if you play it right, you, you can uh, come out smelling really good and, and capitalize on the devastation of everybody else, right? That's right. I mean, uh, Robert Kiyosaki is a guy that a lot of our audience members know, and he, he talks about this all the time. He's like, look, you got to position yourself correctly. And he's like, I love crashes. He talks about how he loves crashes. He's like, well, because I didn't make the rules. Same thing as what Trump always said. I didn't make the rules. I have to play the game that was put in front of me. I didn't make the game. And uh, that, that's what's happening when, with the inflation and uh, these bubbles, Joe. So the next thing he talks about, the final feature of great super bubbles a sustained narrowing of the market a unique underperformance of what he calls speculative stocks many of which fall as the blue chip market rises now jason uh, so very well has been putting this out there for months how Wall Street was already crashing while it was hitting new highs. And this is what Grantham is saying. This is, this is what happens in the super bubbles. A very small handful of stocks hiding, you know, the garbage, and he calls it speculative stock, uh, that's underneath it all. He said this is what happened in 29. This is exactly what happened in 2000. Uh, and it's occurring now. So he said, hey, this wasn't, you know, the housing financial bubble was a little different, but this is the third one of these. Sometimes, they, they, know, the, sometimes the they call it consoli- consolidation, sometimes what they call it, when you, you go to the safer stocks and get rid of the riskier ones. Consolidation, right? Yeah, and that's, but again, I think what Grantham's saying, it's more than consolidation. This is very few stocks holding up everything. Uh, the tech-heavy NASDAQ, which had fallen 9%, that now that now I think we're up to 11% uh, in just the last few days. Uh, this next point, the most important and hardest-to-define quality of late-stage bubbles is the touchy-feely characteristics of crazy investor behavior. In the last two and a half years, there can surely be no doubt that we've seen crazy investor behavior in spades. It's talked about the meme stocks, right? Uh, AMC and all of those stocks. Uh, the EV-related stocks, right? Uh, Tesla, anything electric, they're, they're worth more than companies that have been around forever. Cryptocurrencies, right? but it's been a really bad month for the cryptos. Uh, and then NFTs, uh, that's the blockchain technology behind the cryptos. He's saying in the United States alone, the crash is going to wipe out $35 trillion of value, right? That's, that's his estimate of how much bubble value is going to come out. And that's amazing to think about. You're going to take $35 trillion of wealth out away from the American public, and which is why I said be leery of banks. That's This is a number. There's no way there's going to be all kinds of turmoil uh, when you talk about these kinds of numbers. Uh, the largest potential markdown of perceived wealth, and notice how he said perceived, because unless you sell it, it's just perceived. Perceived wealth in U.S. history ever. He said the mixing of three assets bubbles together is extremely dangerous, calling for the S&P to drop 45% 
valuations across all of these asset classes return to even two-thirds of the way back to historical norms, the net loss would be over $35 trillion. So he's not even going, hey, I'm hoping we don't go back to historical norms. If we just go back to two-thirds of the historical norms, he's talking about a wipeout of $35 trillion. And here's my problem with that. We tend to always, what, overshoot in both directions. Yep. If we overshoot there, I mean, now, now we're talking, what are we talking about? 40, 50, 60 trillion of wealth potentially could be wiped out. All of the economic and financial uh, dangers that are now building are made considerably more dangerous by the Federal Reserve and its equivalents around the world. So he knows where, hey, he knows who caused the problem. That's why you got to get your gold and silver put away. 2022 U.S. Silver Eagles, 7.30 a roll at 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. Losses starting to pile up here. Uh, the Dow down uh, now uh, over 100 points. And ASEC's down 150. The S&P's down uh, 30 more points uh, as uh, U.S. Silver Eagles. We got about two cases now, so they're going quick. Uh, these are 2022s. Uh, so brand spanking new 2022s, $730 a roll at 800-951-0592. Now we're going to go back. I'm going to finish with, with Jeremy Grantham. Number nine, with the clear dangers of an equity bubble revealed during the tech bubble, the even greater dangers of the housing uh, bubble. And with extra risk of doing two asset bubbles together in Japan in the late 80s, in the United States in 2007, right? That was the housing slash financial bubble. What has the Federal Reserve learned? Absolutely nothing, so it would appear. His advice, avoid U.S. equities. Well, that's pretty harsh. And emphasized uh, some emerging markets and several cheaper developed countries, right? Who do you think he's talking about? Speaking personally, I also like cash for flexibility, right, having, you know, money on the sideline to, to, to buy some distressed assets, some resources in inflation protection, as well as, you know what, a little gold and silver. Because guess what? At the end of the day, it's the one thing that's been money for thousands of years, and it never goes to zero. Uh, and last but not least, as far as cryptocurrencies go, leaving me increasingly feeling like the boy watching the naked emperor passing in a procession. So many significant people and institutions are admiring his incredible coat, so which is so technically complicated and superior that normal people simply can't comprehend it and must take it on trust. I would not, was his answer. So there you have it, 800 
uh, the last two cases of 2022s. Uh, how long could it be? I don't know. Right? Could I get some more? Maybe in two or three weeks? Maybe. Uh, but right now, uh, no other leads, Jason, for us on 2022s. So this may be, uh, our first and only shot, uh, at least early on this year and, and possibly for the whole year. Remember how 21, 2021 turned out? Even if you get more Silver Eagles in February, uh, what's the price going to be? You know, so that's it doesn't really matter. Uh, it doesn't really matter if you're going to get them or not. Get get them at the price that we've set and, and get them when they're available. Yeah, take your time. Get them put away. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. For all of you out there, you're worried. You see this? Uh, Jeremy Grantham laid it out for you. He told you what to do. Get your gold and silver put away. Uh, as far as uh, advert- or, uh, you know, uh, buying equities overseas and whatnot, uh, I'll leave that for, uh, you know, call Joey and call his guys over at Northwestern Mutual. Uh, they can get all that set up for you. If you need Joey's number, you can call Jason uh, or you can call here at Patriot, uh, and, and they can help you do that kind of stuff. That's not what we do. We can help you with that gold and silver part of it absolutely uh, 2022 U.S. Silver Eagle, 730 a roll, 800-951-0592. God bless everybody. 